Hello and welcome back my partners in crime. Welcome back to another true crime. Now this is solved and this case um, is going to have three different perpetrators in the same case because they're all linked. They're all linked and the first per perpetrator really is how the others were found from that but they are all linked. Now um, you know there is a trigger warning that goes out with this case because we're talking about offences against children. We're talking about online offences so cybercrime against young children and uh, we don't go into too much detail on um, the actual acts but of course you know in the sections of law and different things that we're going to talk about um, there's certain things that's going to be said that could be upsetting to some viewers so if this case um, is not for you there's plenty of more on Murder Analyzed for you to watch but I just wanted to put the warning out first with this one so as I've said these are three um, paedophile perpetrators here that have been convicted and are and or was should I say or are serving um, time in prison for the offences that they committed against these children the two main perpetrators in this case are women right and we've I've, I don't know how I can say it more clearly than I, I, I was going to call this you know anywhere and you know anyone anywhere can be a paedophile because this is really true we have this perception don't we that women don't harm children that's what society believe you know women are meant to be you know caregivers aren't they you know that you know this motherly instinct you know that's not always the case you know a paedophile can be a, um, a woman just as much as it can be a man and so we have to get rid of this you know how we think about um, paedophiles you know the stereotype you know the dirty old man or the man in the coat you know them sort of things in the mat them sort of things listen these people don't look like paedophiles because as i keep saying what do paedophiles really look like really and i think these cases are there to highlight right and this is why i've done these cases they're highlighting to people that one online crime against children is on the up and has been and as we become more and more uh, especially in this country where you know financial hardship um, is really playing a part in people's lives and we've had lockdown which also played a part in the crime rate of children going up really this sort of crime rate because you know, as you'll see the only motive for these crimes was monetary and because they are perverted individuals that chose to do this to their children and sell the content of what they were doing to their children to other paedophiles online so it's really important that as we look at this case you understand these are just a couple of many many thousands millions throughout the world that are women paedophiles and that can cause damage and sometimes go under the radar a lot of the times because they're women because they're women and this is what this case has to highlight is that anyone anywhere can be a paedophile so really what sort of broke this case and how the other two have come into this case is the main case of this Jodie Little. Now she was a 30 year old originally I think from Huddersfield and she had moved to northern Cyprus and um, I love Cyprus, you know I'm in Paphos quite a lot, I love it. But they'd moved there, she had moved there I think with her family and um, this sort of case stems from her case. Now she is convicted and she did get I think 12 years and 4 months for what she did 
um, to children and then sold that content online to other paedophiles across the world. So this is really important because this brings in different forms of law, this brings in different you know, statutes and stuff that we can use now. So if you um, commit a crime other than in the United Kingdom, but you are downloading and sharing this material out across the internet, you can then be prosecuted as an English citizen, really you will be prosecuted in this country the minute you hit this soil you will be, then be arrested and charged with them crimes that you have caught you know done either in Cyprus or any other country um, luckily for this case the Cypriot government were really really interested in taking this woman down offline and also getting her out of their country because they don't want a paedophile like her in it either and so they because she outstayed her um, or overstayed her visa requirement, they then deported her back to the UK where she was arrested and subsequently charged with the crimes that I'm going to talk to you about now. So this Jodie Little, she admitted I think it was 13 counts actually of um, sexual abuse to a boy under the age of 13, three counts of distributing an indecent um, photograph uh, photographs and um, also placebo photographs so it's like she had put these children in certain photographs and then done things but it was like a placebo but it was still classed as indecent images of that child so there was that as well um, also child uh, publishing and um, obscene articles describing child rape um, publishing an advert offering the sale of the child sexual abuse conspiracy to um, sexually assault a boy under the age of 13 publishing adverts, she was also um, touching a boy under the age of 13, causing the child to engage in sexual activity, a child under the age of 13, sexually assaulting a girl under the age of 13 by touching. Now, these all these offences were committed on this website, right, so she's had this website and it was an adult escort website, right, so this is her sort of character anyway. So what she done is she used that adult website then to sell other services but also on the darker you know, web to then sell these images and also this content to other paedophiles that were looking for that. So she was advertising that within these websites and on this dark web. That's what she was doing and she'd done that for actually for about three years I think. She got away with it. Now she used this online name, I suppose. Uh, it's Devil Bitch Six Six Six. Good name for her, really. And um, Queen of Taboo. So it's showing you her mentality, isn't it, by the names that she chose. The names were to attract a certain sort of person, right? Like Devil Bitch Six Six Six. Well, Six Six Six. You know, it's a numerical thing for the devil I suppose so there could you know I mean, I mean listen this woman right deliberately set this up to make money from children and herself right and listen she's an adult and if she wants to go on an adult site and she wants to do whatever she wants to do on there that's her choice but she stepped over that line she crossed didn't she that boundary when she then started to Maybe she wasn't making enough money, I suppose, doing it herself. But 
the minute she then started to bring these children in, of course now, right, this internet's lit up, isn't it, really? Because there's that many of them out there that are trying to get images and, you know, videos and, and anything they can to do with children. Um, and her money started rolling in because of the content then that she was putting out. Now, you know, when you think about it really, when did she think she wouldn't get caught or did she think that she'd got away with it so long the um, separate government hadn't pulled her up on it because I don't think they knew because it was a legitimate site really an adult site and then she was using them dark webs and she was using encoding and different things to send it out she was quite a clever girl when it came to that but as I've said you know the police now and we've got task force now and we've got lots of different agencies now that are continuing to look online for these sort of people doing this stuff and they have to hunt the dark web which is a terrible job isn't it when you think about it in their hunting this online content you know in this dark web for these sort of people and when they come across not just one woman but two women in this then they start then to build up an investigation of who now is buying this content and that's really how this case then broke and I think even up to today there would be more cases coming up in relation to this one case that they broke of Jodie Little. I think um, it was the National Crime Agency um, that they passed intelligence via their international staff. Now as I said you've got staff all over the world and you've got you know this National Crime Agency is really good because they know what's going on out there right they, they just know what's going on out there you have people like evil people like this and and you know who do terrible things to children and they are desperately trying to stop and as more and more as they're getting bigger and the crimes actually are increasing lots and lots of police forces and other things all over the world are coming together now in hope that they can stop these sort of predators so this is sort of how this case broke it was through them they then contacted the um, northern Cypriot um, police uh, in that area of where she lived and then from there they they went as I said they deported her only and they would have in the end because we would have done an extradition or we would have waited for her at some point to fly back into this country before she can be arrested but they deported her because her visa was already up so they didn't renew it so she had overstayed her welcome so it was one way of getting rid of a paedophile and a pervert like her out of their country and then allowing us in this country to arrest her the minute she steps off a plane. Now the section 72 of the Sexual Offences Act 2003 um, and it's litigation which allows British nationals to be prosecuted in the UK for offences committed overseas. Now we've had this before with other cases of paedophiles that have done acts online and, and we've had some terrible ones haven't we? But this is this um, statute that they use, this is the section, section 72 of the um, Offence Against uh, Sexual Offences Act 2003. It's a really good and it's um, it does help protect children because a lot of these perpetrators like this used to be safe because they committed the crimes outside of the UK but the internet has changed all that hasn't it you know when you go online you can go anywhere like this video is all over the world and hello everybody but that would be the same as what she was trying to do 
okay she's trying to have an audience that are paying multiple payments to see these children being abused by this woman I don't know that there could because of the the case is anything to do with children like this we don't know if it was her children or others it pos possibly was her children that she was using but it could have been others we don't know because that is really you know closed really and uh, also to protect the children so we don't know but whatever children she used she was trying to make money out of them so this law that has been used now for quite a few years is a really good law because a lot of these perpetrators want or felt really quite safe before they could do things in other countries but felt safe to keep coming back here and live normal lives then go back and do what they were doing that's no longer the case you will be prosecuted if you do something online or you do any crime abroad the minute you step back onto this turf our turf in the UK you will be prosecuted now the um, NC a operations manager I think Jason Booth at the time had said you know that little was um, only reason for doing this was financial gain you know she just did it for the money um, <laughs> I sold her soul to the devil really didn't she really but that's why she done it and her crimes he said were at, at, you know utterly abhorrent which they were right they were and any crimes against children are but the thing is, is what he also says, which is more worrying, and I've said this in the beginning, that these crimes are now becoming worse, more of them, multiples, because of the money that they can make online by doing this. And sometimes the risk of getting caught outweighs the money. Do you see what I mean? They will take the risk. And let's be honest, some of that stupid, they don't care, do they? She was living a lifestyle that she wanted and she was using children to get that lifestyle. But they're saying that's the only reason. But the thing is, she is a paedophile, right? She is. So yes, she done it for money, but she is a paedophile. It's in her to do that. Or else she wouldn't have done it. There's other ways to make her money. She was selling herself online. She just wasn't making enough. But then to turn your attention to children, right? There has to be more than just the money. So yes, I agree with him that uh, her, she did do it for the money. I, I believe that. But she did it because she was a paedophile and thought it was all right to do that to children and sell to other paedophiles to share and distribute that sort of, you know, crime is, is disgraceful. But she is a paedophile. And this is what I keep saying to you, women are paedophiles just as much as men. Sometimes they're even worse. So now let's, this brings us on now to this Christine, Christine Callahan, right? again linked to the same crime because when they find one they found the other and then they found the paedophiles that were buying all this stuff now Christine um, Callahan again is a 33 year old or was at the time in 2019 when she was um, you know found out from this um, sort of investigation that they were having one of about five to seven hundred actually people that was looked into and um, subsequently there's Listen, there's so many people involved in all these cases, it would be 
I would be here for a year just discussing this case and every paedophile and every pervert that tried to do something on these sites. That's how bad this is. So I've highlighted the two women and the one paedophile because they're English and they're easier to find a lot about to highlight this case. Now this Christine, she was 33 and she used Skype. Oh, for Christ's sake, she used Skype. So she sent to fellow sex offender, this Dean um, Petley, 30, horrific footage, right? Horrific footage of children being sexually abused. Horrific. And he was buying it. And she was producing it. I mean, these people are absolutely disgusting, aren't they, really? When you think about it, sometimes I, I, don't, I don't even know half the time I do this, but it's really important that we get these cases out there so people really understand what's going on out there in the cyber world, which in reality, for these children, is reality, isn't it? It's their reality, it's their real world where they're being abused. So yes, it's cyber crime, but it actually happened in their real time, their life. These poor children, it's just terrible. So I think it was November 2019, this Callahan from this um, Bexhill on Sea in South Sussex. Now, I think a lot of these come from Sussex and different places. There's a lot of cases that come out of there for some reason. Anyway, she was uh, ad admitted distributing um, category A live stream videos, um, dist distributing category B indecent live stream videos and two counts of causing inciting a girl under the age of 13 in sexual activity. That's what she was charged for. I'm going to tell you now, she got six years. Not enough. It's just not enough, is it? What are we saying to these people, you know, that do category A and category B, you know, abuse on children, selling it online, they're under the age of 13, uh, and you think six years oh l listen let me know what you think about this because I'm absolutely disgusted but this is our English court system as I keep saying it needs to be reformed because they need to come up to date now with the you know cyber crimes that are happening we have to have some deterrent don't we six years all right she's going to be on the sex offenders register for the rest of her life what does that mean she's already destroyed kids lives and I think she was doing this for a few years actually a good few years so you know it's um, I think about three years as well she was doing it for so she affected these kids lives for three years in such a terrible way sold images of them you know videos of them being abused at that category and we give her six years it's a bloody disgrace so again from Jodie Little's case there was things I think of this Dean um, on there as well I think there was some I don't know if they could prove it so much of him but I think they did in the end they got because it was really encrypted the stuff that he had been sent from Jodie Little really encrypted and so he got time in prison for that and we'll go over that in a minute his case then I think he was also linked then to this Christine's case because he was one's one of them of the of the paedophiles that were again having conversations with her about 
buying these images and these videos and also telling her what he wanted her to do to abuse his children and film it. Alright? So you now you have a woman, this Christine, that is willing to do what other paedophiles are asking her to do while filming the abuse of these children and then selling them the content. And I think what sealed the deal for him was that on some of these encrypted content that was being sold and a lot of the times on the computer when you're doing it your face can come up in one corner you know on Skype and that was recorded and so they had a full frontal view of this man also of this man describing what he wanted to do to these children or her to do for that and so that's really the evidence all the evidence they needed is when you and um, you know you can you know get into this encrypted stuff you can look at the material what's really there the images then are perfect for you to see one what's going on but also who are you know participants in this abuse and that's how they got him on that as well so he had charges from the first one and imprisonment and then um, charges from the second girl and imprisonment for that as well so we'll go over what he got now so I think with this Dean he um, first he went on Jody uh, Little's site now he paid um, £750 for this adult site paid a one, one of them I think £750 from January 2017 to February 2018 for sexual abusing of two children, right? Telling them what to do. Now that woman was Jodie Little, who used online usernames such as the devil bitch and all this sort of stuff. Now she was jailed, as I said, for 12 years. Um, now he, this Dean, was an automatic engineer, so a car engineer, I think he was like a mechanic. And he paid the second woman, which would be Christine, right, £2,285 over three years to watch her sexually abuse young girls. And so when they got little, right, they then got into her database and her encrypted stuff that she's trying to hide, found Christine and also found this Dean on there, plus many more plus many more so this is how this case sort of broke so listen this uh, Dean did uh, this uh, Petley he did admit to three I think 11 counts actually so it's 11 counts including two counts of conspiracy to sexually assault a child under the age of 13 three counts of uh, intentionally encourage or assisting right or assisting the commission of an offence and six counts of making indecent photography um, or photographs of a of children so the um, NCA said that he was living in um, Lamington at the time of the offences although the count the court now has his address in Liverpool uh, and, he, and he was sentenced I think um, on November the 8th 2019 now the National Crime Agency became aware of this Little's investigation as I say because of what they've been researching their self right because you have lots of people that have to sift through all this stuff now the officers and stuff that do this they usually work for about two years if that 
um, in this area and then they have to take a break. Now they have to take a break because the stuff they see is so bad um, that it can um, really destroy your mental health. It, it destroys I think any um, any knowledge you know I, I think it would destroy your soul if, I think that's what I'm trying to say it would destroy your soul to have to look at this stuff if you was not a paedophile you know someone that would enjoy this sort of content the harm to children and the distress and you know the horror that these people must see is, is um, terrible it's terrible undescribable I think and so you know I think that the job they do is amazing these you know these people and the officers in, in lots of police forces that um, now have certain departments that have to deal with this because these crimes are so vast there's so many of them and um, protecting children um, from this sort of crime is now becoming overwhelming for all agencies to tell the truth so it's really important I think with this is that if you believe or you see anything that you don't think is right when it comes to a child and that's you know a lot of people think oh I don't want to say anything just in case you should say right you should say because if you're wrong you're wrong if you're right you could have saved a child's life literally saved a child's life these children were lucky were lucky because they was found you know really and then they was kept safe from harm from these sorts of paedophiles but when you think about people like this these women right this Jody and this Christine take a good look at their picture have a look if you saw them in the street or they asked them to you know there's your neighbor and minding your kids and this that and the other they, they haven't got paedophile wrote across their head right they just haven't they, they you know they they live in a world that is not what we would call normal to think that doing this sort of thing is all right but they don't look a certain type and they are women right they are women even him this dean this first year old man really car mechanic you know that's what he was that's what he did he didn't stand out did he as a paedophile he, ju he just didn't so when people say oh he's a paedophile he looks like a paedophile well what really does a paedophile look like because these are all paedophiles these three that you're going to see and do they really look like paedophiles no they don't and do we know what people are doing in their homes with their children no so it's really important that we support the police and every effort the police are making and if you feel that there's anything wrong in anyone's household or with a child or if you're a school teacher and you're picking something up and you're not feeling comfortable about a certain situation then you should report it you should report it because we have to keep our children safe no longer are the predators just gonna pick your kids up from the street or you know about the stranger. These paedophiles, these two women, knew their victims very well, right? They knew them. Who would have thought that they would have done such a crime? So we're no longer looking, are we, and talking to our kids about strangers? Are we really? 
we're now looking and talking to our kids about online danger and it's really important that we continue to talk about it these cases and open up and to really understand that a paedophile can be anybody anywhere at any time someone that doesn't look like a paedophile is these were I'd like to know what you think about that I'd like to know whether you think what you think about women paedophiles do you believe that there is loads of them because there is the statistics show it why do we think women do it I think women do it because they're the same as men we have the same mindset there's no difference between us and men really it's a myth I think that women are more nurturing more caring this blows that out the water doesn't it all these cases we've been doing on women paedophiles listen if you're a paedophile you're a paedophile that's it it's in the mind it's born in them they enjoy it they don't give a shit about these kids whether they're their own or not they don't care so it was done for the money on all accounts right apart from the bloke buying it he was buying the content he was buying the content the two that were producing the content were women women paedophiles doing it for the money no they were doing it because they enjoyed it they enjoyed harming their children and they are paedophiles that's what they are so this little had many many customers and this um Dean was just one of many of her customers and, and let's be honest it's an absolute bloody terrible situation isn't it but that's the reality of what we're dealing with in today's world right multiple clients this woman had and as she had gone on and on and on they would have grown and grown and grown and grown to you've got thousands of them right and then where would it have stopped do you know what I mean what would have you know what wouldn't have she had done for the joy for the you know the fame because that's what she thought she was you know people love me they you know no they don't they're these are perverts and you're a pervert and you're selling them something that they need right that's really what it come down to she thought that she had this adult website and was making loads of money and her life was good but them children's lives weren't good I'll tell you that now but in the, the screenshots and conversations of the second woman which is this christine um you know it was um as I said, full facial images, full content, you could see everything, hear everything. This man was banged to rights. Actually, all of them were banged to rights, really. And, you know, so we've got one at 12 years, four months, one at six years, and just over 10 years he got. Just over 10 years for the first. But then don't forget, when he was then in prison on that sentence, then the um, issues... Um, with regard to the case of this Christine Callahan had come up and so he would have then also then been sentenced for his crimes in that they were bad his crimes in that now listen they've said you know that the spokesman said about him you know that what these kids were you know endured was unthinkable but they also said about him was was that he was definitely doing it for sexual gratification right he was telling this woman what to do with these children he really enjoyed what he was watching and telling her to do taking the power over these children um did he abuse anybody else it's unknown uh and i haven't really looked into that because this case is massive on its own 
because there's so many more but because I think it's between about five and seven hundred um, and still going on still looking into um, other people and other customers from these two women and what they had been doing but I just wanted to do this case and I wanted to highlight about this case because it's really important as this crime rate is going up that we have to think that you know to protect children is everyone's responsibility you know uh, I listen when you think that these people had such a cl close relation or these two women had such a close relationship with their children how could we have stopped it how could it have been stopped I don't know I don't I, I just don't know because this is this is one of hundreds thousands of these sorts of cases and um, it's difficult you know if they are looking the part and acting the part out into the real world but in their home behind closed doors until these children are old enough to actually report it or you know it's sometimes too late isn't it for the abuse on these children to make a difference and for these people to get caught so it's really difficult but if it's online like this cybercrime like this sooner or later they are caught sooner or later and let's hope it's sooner than later for many of these perpetrators that are still to this day you know every second of the day there is a child being abused online there is and it is being distributed and put out everywhere on the dark web and it is encoded and you know sold and swapped and and spread out and distributed to everybody probably every second of the day it's really unfortunate that we don't have as many convictions as we'd like but all I can say is when we actually get a bloody conviction that we should be giving these people really harsh sentences you know six years ten years twelve years it's not enough is it because once a paedophile you know always a paedophile and you're going to have these do-gooders and well, I'm going to have them that's going to come on and say oh you can reform them is this you cannot you cannot reform these sort of paedophiles that you can't reform any paedophile so I don't even worry if anyone's even thinking about it you just bloody well can't people have tried it and it hasn't worked right it's born in them it's in them listen we've got to stop these paedophiles right we really have because this is a real issue here now the um I think it's the NSPCC spokesman he said about you know these sort of crimes is clearly becoming so vast that you have these people like this Dean Petley who really fuels this um, industry you know we need to, if we can stop the paedophiles we can stop them from distributing or from buying them or from doing it you know you know what's it you know it's like you know demand isn't it there's a massive demand for this sort of stuff I just don't know what we can do to tell you the truth the more of these cases I do the I think the worse it's getting to tell you the truth and I'm telling you everything what's going on in this country at the moment with you know the cost of living going up electricity going through the roof crime rate is going to go up anyway but also this crime sort of crime will go up right because if people think, oh, it's all right to use your children, right, for financial gain, 
because they know so many paedophiles and perverts are out there that are buying that material, right? You know, it's just going to get worse, isn't it? So I don't know what to do. I don't. All I can say is, and I've said this before, our children now, these early years of their life, set these kids up for the rest of their life, right? How their personality is going to be, how they're going to get through life, are they going to be achievers, will they be able to learn? If we are abusing these children so young now, online, by people that actually know them, what chance, really, have these kids got? What chance have they got? And when would it end for these children? When's the end result for these children? If they're in a family home and you're being abused like this, when will it end for them? It won't. It's only ever going to get worse because these people have got the mentality, the greed. You know, they've got no care for their own children or others that they would do this to them. No care at all. It's really going to be a worry for our society, you know, in the long run. It really is. So child protection is at the forefront, really, to making our society a better place. We have to make sure that we secure these children and continue to search, continue to do this job and put awareness out there about these crimes that are so bad. Yes, they're terrible to listen to, I know. It's terrible. But if we don't say it, we can't sweep this under the carpet. You're not doing these children or the children that are still being abused every day, not only in this country, but across the world, like this. You're not going to do them any good. But if we put the awareness out there, if we talk about this issue, if we put pressure on businesses, on companies, on governments, on um, you know, online um, providers to make sure that this content doesn't hit these sites, you know, for people to be easily got. Listen, you can't just go on Google, right, and type in, you know, something and bring up this stuff. These people are searching for it. The people that are making it are hiding it in the dark web. There's no excuse, right? They're searching for it. You've got to search for it and find this stuff. So really the only people that can do this are governments that are going to put pressure on the providers, you know, internet providers, to make a more secure place that where this doesn't happen, right? Not secure for them to upload their material, their graphic indecent material, but to make it so difficult that they can't. And if they try to, it's immediately, right, flagged up and then they're checked out and um, are prosecuted. That's the only way to go. Us as single individuals in society can only put pressure on governments to put pressure on other people to stop this happening. We can't do it alone, but we can't also not talk about it. We have to talk about it. We have to know it's going on, admit it's going on for us to make a change. So listen, thank you for watching. Until the next time, bye bye.